the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light, the true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. About a year ago, a Brother Richard preached on this particular gospel, and I, I have to tell you, I, uh, it was one of his great sermons, actually. And I don't know, Richard, whether you catalog these and keep them that long, but that's one that is worth listening to again. And I don't, uh, I don't intend to regurgitate any of it. I don't think I could anyway, but I, I'm not going to do it. It is one of the most significant Gospels, of course. Last evening, I received a call from a former student uh, who is a uh, well-known cardiologist, actually, at the University of Michigan. And over the years, he very intelligent fellow. He was a Phi Beta Kappa, married, has three children, but last year, uh, his wife requested a divorce. And we've been in touch on and off from that time. And so 
after the niceties of exchanging Merry Christmas and so on on the phone, I naturally asked him how he was doing. And he was doing better than he did originally. But he said he, he just feels like such a failure. And uh, of course, he's a very high achiever, so he sees his life as it unfolds in his activities and his achievements. And so, uh, so I asked him, I said, you know, Stephen, I've known you for like 50 years, and uh, you're hardly a failure. In fact, I don't see you a failure in any way at all. So I just tried to help him a little bit, and some of the things that I may have said, I, I'd like to repeat here today, but the key thing that I asked him, I said, uh, who are you? Who are you really? You should think about that. Because you are judging yourself, you're judging your life on things, on activities. But who is the real Stephen? And so, uh, that's something that all of us should reflect upon here today. And this gospel speaks directly to that question. There was a famous book written by Dr. Carl Jung called The Undiscovered Self. And in that text, uh, he tried to bring people to a deeper knowledge of themselves, of who they really are. And all of us, each one of us, has an undiscovered self. Because all of our activities in life, they're all external, really, when you come to think of it. Uh, those activities and all the responsibilities we have and so forth really uh, suck up all the oxygen in our room. The contemplative life, the, the spiritual life, is, is always subordinated. And I mean, it's just nature. It's just human nature. We can't help it. We have things to do immediately, and we do them. But at the same time, we can very easily lose sight of who we really are. And in this gospel, John reflects on that. Now, Richard, by the way, in his first uh, presentation to our confirmands, where we start the program each time, always, uh, he always introduces it by reflecting on what was the big question for the early Christians. And this is even before we have written Gospels. The big question on their mind was, well, who is Jesus? And the gradual answer to that question really were the four Gospels. Each of them has a different angle, but basically they finally came to a conclusion about who Jesus really is. Now, last, I guess it was Friday night, we had the pageant here, and we were really reflecting on the Jesus of history, the the historical Jesus. And we saw all the, the famous uh, Christmas pageant 
tableaus, you know, the, the manger and the wise men and the shepherds and so on, Mary and Joseph. And so we, we always begin with the Jesus of history, however we can decipher what it really is. But these are the images that we have. But over time, the Christian community began to realize that they came to an understanding of a different Jesus. He became the Christ of faith. That is, he fulfilled the, uh, the words of the prophet. that He became not just the, the son of the carpenter and the rabbi and the preacher and the teacher, but he became the anointed one. He became the Messiah, the Christ. And that was the journey of the early church for the first hundred years, because this gospel was the last one, and the way that John is reflecting on Jesus, I mean, he's in the full-blown explanation through Greek philosophy using the the term word or logos, and I'm not even going to mention anything about the logos, but it is a very, very complex uh, concept in Greek philosophy and Greek history. The logos is the thing, they, the mystery, the great mystery of life which breeds the life, which is the, the action of God himself. And so uh, Jesus is often called the word of God, meaning he is the logos. However, we go from the historical Jesus to the Christ of faith, but sadly, in my view, we stop there. We don't go further, which we should be going further. Because what we have to discover is the real Christ is the Christ in us. And that is the heart of Jesus' teaching. That the real you, the real me, isn't really what I think I am or what you think you are. That's the ego. What we really are is a mystery. It's embedded in all the words that we just heard in this gospel. And so, when you look at your life, when I look at my life and I see all the things that I've done and I'm trying to do and successes and failures and, uh, you know, all the things that you and I have as, as a human being. And we have to ask ourselves, are all these things really me? And... I think in a previous sermon I may have mentioned this, and I want to mention it now because it really comes to mind. Are we spirits having a human experience? Isn't that our true identity? Or are we just human beings trying to discover who we are? Well, I think we're both. But I just ask you today, as we move into this new year, think about who you really are.
Because when you realize who you really are, we fulfill the words of this gospel that we were in the world. The world may not really know us. But as Jesus did, we overcome the world. We're not of the world, but we, we have overcome the world. And so that will be our task, I think, for the coming year. And this is why we have all of the different exercise, spiritual exercises we do, whether it's prayer, meditation, whether we're, whatever we do, that's where we have to, we have to be faithful and continue to do that. And little by little, hopefully, we will truly become identified with the Christ in us. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon. Uh-huh.